Halfway through this bottle of Mutasalem, I still can't say it. Matusalem, Matusalem. Because I feel like I'm going to take it. It's a beautiful, beautiful, it's really rum. nice, and we're butchering it. And everyone's going to be like, "Oh, what is it?" And we're like, "I don't know." We well, it's 100 percent an Iranian Cuban rum, though, because that is not a Cuban name. See if you can get to focus on it. That is the rum that we're drinking. It's a 15 year aged rum. And it's not spiced, but it is dark. And it is delicious. I think it's our favourite rum. I think it's our favourite rum. It's definitely up there for me. I mean, what beats that? For me, it's the the other Cuban rum, the one that's the With alligator. The crocodile skin. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty good. I think this beats it for me. Because this is a little bit uh, more full-bodied. Yeah. So With less of that white rum aftertaste behind it. So for mm. me, that's that's the winner. Mm, I like the spice. I do so, like yeah. the spice. We've so been drinking, got... so apologies for the answers. This is this is this. We're back. We're being fun. We're back with the fun. We're back. Don't get me wrong. You can send serious things, and we will, you know, attempt to tackle them. But this podcast, I want this podcast to deteriorate as it goes on. Yeah. Each episode, <laughs> I want to start really, really mindful and just deteriorate into nonsense. Yeah. I want people to just enjoy the ride yeah. you know and just have a little release each week if so, one of us doesn't shit ourselves <laughs> on one of the podcasts within the next why, 12 months why that far how are you no, no, from you having s- fun to shitting yourself you said you is want it your, to deteriorate is, is that your barometer of fun yeah bro i'm gonna party so hard this week i'm gonna shit myself well to be fair that is a good gauge was, was it just a little pebble or was it <laughs> was it was it a full-on brick so um Thinking that Lou was away with the with the dreaded, you know, the the that which shall not be named anymore because yeah. we're not accepting it as natural illness. Um, I put up a thing saying I'm gonna have to do a, one on my own, yeah. not realizing we had one in the bank. Yeah. So we'd already filmed a couple of shorts. So now we have your questions. So this episode is dedicated to you guys and your questions. I just have to find them again in my slightly inebriated state. Um, so I have to go. Okay, I remember what I'm doing. <laughs> I, remember, I remember how to navigate my phone. I remember how the internet works. Yeah. Uh, so let's just bring this up. Let's go there. And we go to the stories. And we find your questions. Um, so it's been an interesting week. Everyone's cooked to death in the 30 odd degrees that oh, Britain is Jesus absolutely not prepared Christ. for. Not in the slightest. Not even a little bit prepared for. Because all our houses are designed to keep heat in. Yeah. <laughs> right? So yeah, when we want out, the house is like, what do you want from me? Yeah. What do you want? I, you, the whole year you're like, keep me warm. And now you're complaining you're too warm. Yeah. Listen, shut up. Yeah. Get outside on a hammock. I don't know what you want from me. Yeah. And on, then you, on the notes, I literally got up in the middle of the nights when it was really fucking hot and just had a cold shower at like three oh, o'clock cold in the morning. cold showers were the winner. Yeah, like three o'clock in the morning. I literally just oh, really? cold showered, got back into bed, <laughs> not even drying off. Didn't bother with a towel, just literally got like, on the bed. And, this will evaporate. Yeah, well, I had the fan on me. Got on the bed, just got, like wet and naked and just like got dried off by the fan. All right, over the let's shop. go. Questions. Here you go. This is you guys on Instagram. So if you want to follow us on Instagram, obviously I'm at Lex underscore fitness. You can follow Lou at Lewis and then his weird name that no one can Lewis ever Majid. Just put it in the description. Lewis Majid, M-A-J-I-D. Yeah, and you can find it all black country barbell underscores between each word. And here we go. Don't have any questions, but love you, mate. 
Well, that is a beautiful thing to start off with. Thank you, Vionidas. Vionidas, cool. My, uh, I've, used, I've got Lexonidas on yeah. it, on Twitter, yeah. so fair place for the name. How to sell yourself when new to the fitness industry? Newly qualified PT, and that's Jeff Baker. How Ooh. to sell yourself? Oh, oh definitely a mankini. Yeah. Like all of your posts on Facebook advertisements should mankini. be you in a mankini. Hundred percent. You will stand out from the crowd and be like, "This is what I will wear if yeah. you let me train you." Yes. You will get the biggest gay following. It yeah. will be, and gay followings are loyal as shit. Mm. Those those men will stick with you through thick and thin, <laughs> through gender neutralism, back to gay. Yeah. They'll be with you. They'll stick through it all. <laughs> so, or, if, or maybe take loosely. Yeah, <laughs> maybe take so, loose advice. It'd be, so again, this is something. This is my industry. That obviously you've been a coach, but I, you know, I I also own a gym. I have coaches that work for me. I would 100% not focus on selling yourself. Um, firstly, focus on getting experience. If you're newly qualified, the qualification, well, one, for the most yeah, part... Realise the qualification is dog shit. Yeah, the qualification means absolutely fuck all. You need to get hands-on experience with people. Um, the biggest part of being a good coach is actually having good communication skills and being able to understand what people really want and mm-hmm. how to communicate, listen to their... Listen to their feedback because people don't always say what they mean or mean what they say. <laughs> um, so understanding that the human element is the biggest factor. If you can communicate well with people, that is far more valuable than reading the latest research paper on range of motion during a fucking overhead press or whatever. Like, don't get me wrong, that stuff's still important. You need to know... You need your foundation. Yeah, you need the foundations and you need to be knowledgeable, especially if you're moving into a niche. But having good skills and being able to communicate, be able to listen, be empathetic towards um, your clients. Because anyone who's seeing a personal trainer, almost everyone, uh, bar somebody who's there for some sports-specific stuff, they have an emotional reason behind why they're there. They're there because they're not happy with how they are at the moment. And telling someone to shut the fuck up and just do what you tell them, that's not really the right approach. You need to actually like understand what's motivating them. You need to support them and help build their confidence up. But you need to also be able to tell them that the way they feel on certain days and about certain things is completely normal. Yeah. And it's fine. Yeah. It's okay and how to, to defeat those feelings to still get in and get done what they need to do, even... If on some days they don't hit exactly what they're supposed to do, just a matter of being able to motivate that person to understand that they can overcome their own doubts and overcome their own low energy to still get shit done and build themselves as not only physically but mentally. Yeah. A lot of the time as a PT, mm. you're, a, you're you're like a psychiatrist. Yeah, you're a, the other you're therapist, a therapist as well. Yeah. yeah. And um, in terms of selling yourself as well, I would definitely focus on giving everything you know away for free and share that information because just because you're telling people how you structure your training plans why you advise certain movements why you advise certain dietary practices why you advise all this that and the other tell them it all for free and because holding on to shit people can fucking find it out you ain't got no secrets that people don't know (laughs) sorry to tell you but everybody has access to everything that you know um but once you start sharing advice and you're open and honest, people will be like, oh, wow, this guy knows a lot. Maybe when I've got the money to get some help, I'll talk to him because if this is the stuff that he's giving away for free, imagine what it's like when I'm yeah. working with him one-to-one. But also so, then that, that, that therapist side comes in as well yeah. because then they've got somebody to bounce things off when they're worried about something, like they're going out, can I drink a glass of wine? You can be like, 
hell yeah, you can go drink a glass of wine. Don't you worry about that. You know, and it's just these moments where they have this entity to be able to contact that gives them reassurance in times of doubt. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot. That's a lot of the time. That's what you do as a PT yeah. is just help people understand that um, you know they can be free, can still live a life and achieve the goal that they want. And I think that is one of the big selling points that you could put across if you do want to think about a selling point. It would be you can be who you want to be without removing yourself from society and life and having this chicken and broccoli lifestyle. Yeah. Well, um, one thing I definitely, this is something that I see PTs do all the time and it's pretty, I, I don't know whether this is going to piss anyone off, but it's pretty cringe and it's pretty fucking useless. Go and get some nice like photos done of you like, <laughs> like, so they get like a photo shoot done and it might be some lifestyle shots of them just like in the park or just like yeah. yeah and then they'll just like post random photos of themselves looking maybe in shape maybe not in shape whatever it doesn't really matter and then just like random captions and stuff like that don't fucking just like give people information no one give, no one needs yeah. to know what you look like like pouting in the fucking mirror <laughs> while doing a bicep curl no one gives a fuck about yeah. that like fair enough you know Is having it, something the guy engaging. trying to lose 80 kilos of weight doesn't give a fuck that you're under downlighting doing a bicep curl. Exactly, yeah. This like What he gives you're... a fuck is that you've just told the bloke that he doesn't have to do cardio every single day yeah. to get in shape and he can also still have a pizza every week. Yeah, exactly. I, I think um, if you can as well, uh, talk. Put your put you across because obviously people are buying people. People don't buy um, you know, coaching from... Yeah some alien oh shit what aiden who i met in the gym the other day who came up and said hello for following us on the podcast as well oh cool um said that advice we've given him about uh boosting social media presence and how to be on it he got up to 10k followers and he told to thank us for the advice we gave him for how to uh, you know go about doing that um and the guy i was telling you aiden to follow is called eugene what's he called Uh, the guy on, on instagram eugene Tao. There you go, sir. I promised I'd say it on the podcast. It's on the short, not the main one, but there you go, Aiden. And thank you for coming up and saying hello. I always appreciate that. And uh, I'm glad you enjoyed the podcast. And that's somebody who actually took some of our advice and ran with it. Fair play. Some of the nonsense we put out works. Not just all a, of it. Just a little bit. But a little bit to be worse. If you talk, you know, what is it? Monkeys on a typewriter, eventually they'll get Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> we are the monkeys. We are. So there you go. Enough of us in that one. Cool. There you go. Uh, Jeff, if you can't make enough uh, from that advice, then um, maybe just uh, become an estate agent. Cool. Because <laughs> that's what everyone does. You can't do anything else. Estate agency. You're going to visit Amsterdam anytime soon up to a fan meeting workout. Bro, Mike Diaz, we would so be up to a Amsterdam. Yeah. I'd Both love- of us would love to go there. I've never been. I've been once. I worked there. I so I literally I got paid to be there for like twenty three hours, something like that. I had about half an hour's worth of work, <laughs> and then just spent the rest of it in bars. <laughs> it was brilliant. That sounds like a good time. But yeah, then I did get really paranoid that I was going to miss my plane back. And uh, is and, that part and parcel of the old cannabinoids? Yeah, 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 definitely. And um, so I had like, it wasn't in Amsterdam. It was another city. Did my did my uh, job, which took me like a couple hours. Trying back into Amsterdam, went and got food, went and got high, got drunk, 
had like seven hours before my flight and then was like, oh my God, I'm going to miss my gonna flight. I'm going to get there. there. Six and hours then, early. Yeah, yeah, I was literally like hours early and then just sat there just like, oh. Sat there looking uh, super nervous. And then the, the weed the just like slowly was wearing off and I was like, oh, fucking hell, I should just, I could just stay now. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the only time uh, I, it's the only time I've been paranoid, but then I'm in a foreign country on my own. Oh, you're on your own? Yeah, yeah, I was just, I was working there on my own. Oh, you went out on your own? Yeah, literally. Perfect. I literally flew out in the morning you went like, out and got high on your own. Yeah. Holy shit, that's brave. Yeah, yeah. Well, I had nothing else to do. Nobody but, else chatting with you. Like, do you not say, "Hey, dude, I'm on my own." Say, have some Dutch guy sit down and go, you know, okay, I'll shit and smoke the weed with you. Smoke the. No, no. Smoke the. Right. I literally, I just went walking around for a bit, and then yeah, went to some, went to some Schmuck bars, and uh, yeah, it, it was all right. It was good. I spoke. I was chatting to a few people, but it was just like that's very passive. Yeah, and then I got paid for the entirety. I got you know. I got paid like 23 hours work in because in, I was asleep for part of it. Can you ride to Holland? What's that? Can you ride to Holland? What's Holland connected to? Yeah, yeah, you can. Maybe we do that when you pass. Yeah. Oh, I've got my CBT booked. Well, we didn't set the main one. No, oh, shorts get a secret. Yeah, you get a secret. So, yeah, next month. He's got a CBT, and then once his CBT done, he can do the main big bike test. And then we're going to go do cool shit. So there you go. Yes, 100%. If we go to Amsterdam, we will let you all know. Um, Shashish Nayik. Can we collab? Shashish Nayik. Probably not, because I'm quite busy. All of us are quite busy. But what we can do is you can just do cool shit that um, you take inspiration from us from. And go and take what we do and fucking copy it, as far as I'm concerned. I don't care. As long as, you know, you're putting good out into the world. Good at cool stuff. And if you're in my gym when I'm training there, you are more than welcome to come and say hello. And, and if I'm on my own, you are more than welcome to join in. And I say that to everybody because I do like training with people. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, there you go. Have you ever tried CrossFit? Right. Do it and grow. Who is sent the question in? CrossFit? Let me just point this fucking thing out, right? We were doing CrossFit five years before CrossFit was a thing. You know why? Because it's fucking fight training. We were swinging hammers, tossing tires, doing like uh, high volume pull-ups, body weight movements, and all that stuff way before CrossFit came in. CrossFit came in and bastardized fight training. Mm, and made it was like it, some kind of weird fight training slash military training yeah, hybrid. That's all they did. They took a couple of things and mashed it all together and created a sport from it mm. based on numbers. Yeah. Whereas when we were fighting, we didn't base stuff on numbers. We based it on intensity. Yeah. And it was just a matter of pushing, but technically pushing. I still think in 10 years, CrossFitters are going to be fucked. I think they're going to be cripples. I think they're going to have real spinal issues. And I really don't like the fact that it's number-based. I love the culture of it and mm-hmm. the team camaraderie that they generate. And a lot of people talk about the cult cult form of it being bad. I think it's great that no, anything it is, it is drags people out of a home to be want to go and f- like compete with each other in a controlled environment. I love that factor of it. What I don't like is the crazy movements that they come up with that are needless and based on just hitting numbers. Well, it's all just something for time. So technique goes completely out the window. It's just Anything where technique it, goes out it, the window is not a good plan. And also the thing is a lot of the the movements that they have them doing so they're quite complex movements. They're not. It's yeah. you know I mean? It's not like this simple oh, thing. So did like I show you the, like the power the, cleans and things like that? Did you see the power clean of the kid that did it who broke his back? Like I, f- I won't be able to find it in time to be able to do it on this. I'll try and find it for next week's box. main podcast next week. I will start it with this video if I find it. Okay, mm. it's a kid um, who clearly has not been taught the proper clean cleaning jerk technique. Uh-huh. So it's. 
Ah, now let me get this right because I don't do them. Clean and jerk into a press. So it goes overhead. Yeah, so that's it. That'll be a clean and jerk. Yeah, so it's a clean and jerk. So There's it's, a snatch, it's not, which is the wide grip. So it's not a snatch, it's a clean and jerk. So yeah, so, we'll get yeah. it up into a into, into like a, a squat position, basically. Yeah, Catch it in like a low front squat. Bump and over to overhead. Yeah. Yeah, so clean and jerk. I am right. I'm just checking. Had a lot of room. Okay. He gets it up and then proceeds to drop it on the back of his own neck. Mm-hmm. He hits the deck like a sack of shit. And his legs are shaking and his arms are straight down by his side because he's clearly broken his fucking back. Like, he folds himself in half. It's, yeah. it's almost uncomfortable to watch. Yeah. Although I did watch it 10 times over. <laughs> and then slowed it down. Yeah. <laughs> but this is because they've got this kid lifting maybe 100 kilos over his fucking head that he's not capable of lifting. Mm-hmm. And because it's a class, there's people in the background still fucking carrying on as this kid's broken his fucking back. Mm-hmm. And this is my problem with CrossFit. They got people doing shit that's ego based on a high level technique based exercise. Yeah. And he might well we don't know what the outcome was. He might well be paralyzed for life. Yeah. For what? A fucking number on a CrossFit board? Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. And the, so the thing is as well, some of it like a clean jerk. So this when people do this, this is an Olympic lift. So obviously they do this at the Olympics. Highly the, technical. You know, some of the best you know, weightlifters in the world are the Chinese and the Russians. Yeah. And they start their training when they're like five years old, <laughs> if sometimes younger. So they got some strong ass tendons. Yeah, that's like, the, it, the reason why weightlifting hasn't, because even the weightlifting has been so well established and been going for a long time, it's in the Olympics, but people don't, you don't see people doing it, but powerlifting, which is this new thing that's kind of become way more popular, mm-hmm. It's because powerlift super simple to perform for the most part. You know, the squat, bench, deadlift, technical to a certain extent, not even a fucking patch on learning how to do a clean jerk or a snatch. It's it's a scary movement. You have yeah. a lot of weight over your fucking head in a high velocity movement. Yeah, like extremely technical. The amount of people you see fail and bail mm-hmm. is is high. Yeah, and this kid drops on the back of his neck, fucked up. For what purpose? He's not He's not jacked. He doesn't look great. Like He looks like a normal lad who could have had the same physique playing football. Mm-hmm. Um, so have I ever tried CrossFit? No. Have I done fight training? Yeah. Five, six years of the fucking stuff. Would I try CrossFit? No. I think it'll fuck you up. I know a guy, Gareth Ban. Shout out to you, Gareth. You're a savage and a horrible human being because everything he does, he's fucking good at it. He's just one of those motherfuckers. You give him a bike, you give him a, yeah, motherfucker, absolute prick. Give him a bike, he'll ride 60 miles on it in like a week. Like, give him a week on the bike, he's able to do 60 miles. Like, fuck you, Gareth. He's good at everything. Squats, like, just came in. I remember he came in, Matt Ogus was over staying with me. Hmm. You know Matt's, you know that motherfucker uses microplates and everything. He's he's legit with his squat and his, everything's so dialed in. Yeah. Gareth walked up to Matt's maximum weight on the squat. Yeah. Fucking just you went, I'll have a go. Yeah. Picked it up and fucking levered this like a goddamn forklift truck. Yeah. Just <laughs> and put it down. And Matt was like, fuck my life. Yeah. And he just did it out of nowhere. He's one of those guys. And CrossFit blew out both of his Achilles tendons. Wow. So fuck that shit. Uh, listen, you want to join a team and have that camaraderie and that anything that gets you out of the house and gets you active and getting to it, all more power to it. Be careful. Mm-hmm. Please use proper technique and get lower numbers. Fuck those guys who are fucking themselves up for numbers. Do it properly. Do it right. Get a better physique. Progress better. Just do you against you. And, and in that way, CrossFit's okay. Yeah. But no, I haven't ever tried it. But I think I did the original version, which was fight training. The OG CrossFit. Yeah. How not to eat the world. 
<laughs> We've all been here. Okay, so this is uh, uh, this is Vanessa NZ. So I assume it's Vanessa in New Zealand. Um, how not to eat the world after long dieting? <laughs> Listen, if you diet in any way. Number one, you should be doing macronutrient dieting, which is where you monitor your macros and diet down, which means that you have every choice of every food in the world, just not the same volumes. So that way you're monitoring your protein, carbs, and fats. It's the best way to do any diet, whether it's a gain or a loss, okay? If you're dieting, hang on, Lou's shaking a bottle at me. I'm just going to finish what's in my in my tumbler, which is a beautiful crewcast tumbler provided by Jane? Nope. No, Sarah. Begins with an M. Susie. I know, I know it is. I'm just playing now. It's Mary. Yeah. Yeah, I was just playing. Um, What's the last name? Oh, I don't know. Delaney. I never remember that. That's a cool name, though. Yeah. Thank you, Mary. So, uh, uh, yeah, hang on. Mm -mm. This rum is delicious. My feet are so drunk. Oh, shit. oh wow, oh, that's another trip. Yeah, sorry, mate. I'll pour you way too much. Oh, That'll be the last one I have to have tonight. <laughs> oh. um, we'll sit that one by the fire, I think, after this. How far through the bottle are we? Oh, three quarters. Yeah, there's not much left. Eee, that is a good you know it's good when the crew cast makes it through three quarters of a bottle before mm -hmm. it's finished wow what is that rum so this is right I'm going to spell it it's <laughs> Matasalem Matu Salem it's 100% an Iranian name that is not a Cuban name M-A-T-U-S-A-L-E-M established in 1872 Grand Reserve so Grand Reserve um, 15 year aged freaking beautiful if you have somebody who loves rum and you need to buy a gift or you want to get it for yourself that we 100% recommend that it's my favourite rum it beats Kraken really? oh 100% as a legitimate drink yeah. to pour for somebody else that's not just like a cheeky sneaky Kraken tastes like sweeties now to us mm. that's a it's proper so rum since I've had Kraken I, like, if we drank that now it'd be like drinking Vimto it'd be really interesting it'd be delicious have you got any downstairs? I'm wrong it's still delicious have you got any downstairs? yeah of course I might have a little sip just yeah, so I can like, have some sip. context because it's been so long. Yeah, I've got sweeties. All right. Yeah. Um, listen, should we, should we Van answer Vanessa's question? Vanessa, yeah. <laughs> Whenever you diet, there's always going to be that thing of you are reducing calories. So there's always going to be that want. There's always going to be that mm. mental want to just eat something. What you want to do whilst dieting is volumize. This is the biggest thing you can do, is make your meals as big as possible with the macronutrients or calories you're allowed. So that means a lot of salads, a lot of bean sprouts, a lot of meat, a lot of lean meat. Uh, just learning to get things that are that give you a high volume for a low nutritional value so that you can maximize your, your size of your meals. If, low caloric value, not nutritional. Low, oh, sorry, yeah. High nutritional value, low caloric value, or low macronutrient value in terms of carbs and fats, yeah. usually. So, yeah, something gives you a big, so that sugar, 10 grams of sugar is going to be like a teaspoon and it's going to be tiny and that's going to give you 10 grams of carbs. The same thing, 50 grams of potatoes is going to give you that same 10 grams of carbs. So obviously 50 grams is 10 grams, that's volumizing. So you play around with your food. My Fitness Pal is something you can download, which is free and you can use and is one of the best things that you can use to learn about foods and what they are made of in terms of your macros, proteins, carbs, and fats. Um, and once you learn, to, if you use that that's, um, macros philosophy of monitoring your proteins, carbs, and fats for a month, I swear to God, you will have the a bigger sense of all foods than you've ever had. And you'll be able to walk, you'll be able to go into restaurants and be able to just judge things way better. It just gives you more control over food and removes that guilt. And once you remove the guilt from eating something that's like a, a high impact, low volume, uh, you begin to make better choices just because 
of the the hunger level you're at. Mm-hmm. So you want something cheeky and you're not that hungry. You're like, oh, cool, I'm going to have that cheeky thing. Yeah. But you're hungry, you're like, no, I'm not going to have that. I'm going to opt for the thing that's going to fulfill me more. Yeah. And you become, this relationship with food gets much more beneficial. So when you're dieting, the main goal is to not have a negative relationship with food. So if you're dieting, eating just salads and meat and stuff you hate, you're dieting wrong. You need to be enjoying what you're eating. Otherwise, it's not sustainable. But to not binge after eating, you need to understand one thing. If you binge for one day, maybe two, that's okay, okay? After you've done a good dieting phase. A little reprieve, a little break. Could sometimes mentally do you the world of good. And yes, listen, you're going to gain some water weight because you're taking a load more glycogen, you're taking a load more salt, a load more sodium. You're probably going to get a bit of water loading. That's all short-term. It's going to disappear after five days of exercising, okay? So that's fine. What you don't want to do is go on a sustained binge afterwards because then yeah. you're going to start putting fat on. Your body's only going to take so much of it before it starts storing. So the trick is when you're coming out of a diet is to reverse diet. So this is a big thing. If you've been dieting for 12 weeks, you want to bring your caloric intake up over at least is it a third of the time you've been dieting. Yeah, I think that's the general. That's a general gist. Yeah. So say 12 weeks, you want to bring it up over, over four weeks, bring your caloric intake up slowly week to week add in like an extra 200 calories or whatever it is 300 Mm -hmm. calories each week well every day for the week as you come back up and this will one it'll help you adding adding those little treats adding a little bit more carbs and a little more fats as you're going but it's going to reduce that onset of you know storing things as fat and it's also going to boost your metabolism again yeah i think as well that mental um approach when people are chasing a day especially if this is you know that's very specific to a bodybuilding competition where people are mm-hmm. like they've got a set day in the future that they need to diet to you almost need to think past that day because people are just like i've just got to make it to that day then i'm okay I'll log. but as soon as, as soon as that day is done that's a then, bad way to be yeah. Yeah. yeah whereas you almost need to think about then you're gonna four break. Well, you get that day, that. you're gonna break yeah yeah then you, are, you don't want that fucking everything you, you yeah, everything you're you can looking in your past place. that day you've got no break you haven't got that break point yeah you almost yeah, yeah you need to mental like, breaking point sorry. Yeah, yeah yeah so like that's just part of the phase so yeah you want to you want to taper like it's the same as everything you wouldn't you wouldn't go from you know peak bulk being at like you know 4000 calories to, to 1200 yeah to be like okay yeah. i need to get shredded 1200 calories some people do Danny, <laughs> uh, for example, freaks. Yeah, Don't, but yeah. Almost everybody wouldn't do that, and almost everybody wouldn't. Please have a shout out to Danny Andrews for just being a beautiful human being, fish and rice cakes guy. Yeah, mate. one of my favorite human beings on earth right now. And I'm going to text him after. Have you this. seen his head tattoos? He always tattoos. He always makes me every. He's sort got of like thing. some head tattoos down there. When was that? Then? Yesterday. I oh, yesterday I've not the day seen before. This? Yeah, I dropped I him. Not a, seen this? Dropped him a comment. It looks. Ah, oh, I'm going to ring him afterwards. Yeah, I dropped him a comment, and he was like, "Oh, we need I'm going to ring Danny afterwards." He's like, "Oh, we need to get another back." on and back down yeah yes okay go on carry on sorry yeah so i think that how you mentally frame it is really important lex has talked about the practicalities of the reverse dieting process but yeah the the approach beforehand is really crucial you need to think about this as a i don't know well, rather u, than thinking of the diet as this one-off occurrence short-term solution think of it as part and parcel of your yearly kind of undulation mm, yeah as it goes it, go, it goes up here's, and it goes down here's where we get down to then down. what am i doing after that have yeah. a plan yeah so uh framing it in your head that's that's crucial i think we've uh covered it fairly well should we quick fire some we're terrible at quick i can't fires. believe that went so fast 30 minutes like that boom yeah we're, we're having fun again that's why yeah we're drunk that's having fun why. again sorry
So there you go, Vanessa. Yeah, if you've got any real questions, um, message me or uh, Lou specifically, and we'll we'll help you through with some voice notes. Uh, it's Peggy, bruh. Hello, bro. All right, bruh. Let's talk bikes. Yes, let's, sir. Yes, always. ZX10R, when are you buying one? So I rode a ZX10R when I was out in Portugal. I oh, loved it. Right, yeah. <clears throat> Very compact, sporty bike. Mm. The bike's not compact, it's quite long. Makes you compact and sporty because it tucks you up into it. Real yeah, race cool. position. I rode it for over six hours in Portugal. Loved it. Amazing bike. Amazing. Um, made me appreciate liter bikes and how you can actually have them as a actual utilizable bike on the road. I always thought they were overpowered for on our roads. Yeah. I disagree now with myself because when I was in those twisties in Portugal, hitting between like 20 to 60 miles an hour, you could lock that thing into second gear and never worry about your gears again because you just keep it in second gear. Yeah. So you're always in a power band and you're always moving, whereas on 600, you're having to switch gears and do a lot. So in terms of learning to just be in a sweep and not worry about your gears, it was fantastic because it had low down torque plus high end speed. Uh, so I do see that purpose now of a litre bike on the road and I will be getting one that's not an agricultural style litre bike. Yeah. Uh, I 100% will be getting one. Um, a ZX10R, I don't know. I do think they look beautiful. Um, but will it a Kawasaki when I've got Hondas all in the garage and BMWs? I don't know. Mm. I don't know if I'm going to keep it Honda. I don't know. But uh, a ZX10R, I can 100% recommend them. I think I could, I think given two hour breaks, I could ride that on a tour. Yeah. I think I could. I think I could. Yeah. So uh, it's Peggy, bro. Thank you for your question. Appreciate it. Let's get right out soon, bro. <laughs> um, Elmerung87. Elmerung. 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 Any new bike tours through Europe planned? When you're ever in the Netherlands, uh, hit us up for some bike fun. There's a lot of people in the Netherlands. Oh, I think yeah. we need to go there. Yeah, This is a thing. Is, was this on the short that we did in the Netherlands or the last one? Either way, we've, we've yeah, had... This one. Oh, yeah, Amsterdam. Yeah. yeah. So, um, that, that might be a joke. <laughs> I love a, it. A, a flight, We're so a, back. A flight over there is fucking nothing, though. Nothing, dude. Yeah, but we want to ride. Yeah, I know, but in terms of just like ease, we could just oh, fucking yeah, we just jump go over there and, for pennies. And have a fun with him, have a quick meetup. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah, maybe we um, should. Listen, I 100% want to ride through the Netherlands. It looks beautiful. I've seen um, bike tours done on it on YouTube and it looks stunning. The roads are great. I know you've got to be careful with speeding and stuff for there because they're on it. Mm. But I would happily tootle around at 50 miles an hour just to appreciate the Even if it's just there. meeting up in a calf and getting stoned as fuck. Dude, I mean, yes, if, if we're in the Netherlands, we will let you know. We'll let you know if we're going anywhere yeah. and do some stuff. Uh, so do not fret. But uh, thank you for the invite. And um, yeah, keep an eye out. And if you see as we're going there, then hit me up again uh, to let us know. And we'll definitely do some bike stuff. I know if we go to Barcelona or anywhere in Spain, we can get bikes from a company over there who will hit us up. So that's cool. I mean, so if there's anyone in the Netherlands I mean, or that way. you about doing a, a little lads holiday. Oh, we need one. Yeah, I was thinking about doing that for a while now. Yeah, so. and the boys are a bit fat, Lee and Mark and stuff a bit. Yeah. Fat. Maybe get Andy and in. Yeah. There. Oh, he, I'll show you something that he's going on. He's insane. They've they've hired a multi-million pound yacht for a week. And he's going out there with the boy, with his boys for his like big birthday bash. Oh, shit. Yeah. He's balling. Wow. Balling. It's cost him a lot of money, but yeah, I, mean, I was—I said to him, I sent him straight back, and went, "So fucking what? Life experience, bro. Yeah, Whenever you're gonna spend time on a, and I'm talking like 120 foot yacht, yeah. like full on crew, Fuck. cooks, the fucking lot, jet skis off the back of it. 
What? I was like, legend. Do it, 100%. You can always make more money. Yeah. Do it. And he's he like, yeah, birthday's in. Booked. Done. Oh. He'd already booked it before I said that. But I was like, <laughs> just reassuring him. Yeah. It was the right decision. You've done the right thing. <laughs> um, oh, here we go. Mike Strutter. I'm 45 this week. Started training again in February after a few years off. Am I likely to improve much? Yeah. Fuck yeah! Of course you are. You can make loads of progress. Bro, a few years off is fuck all if you've been training since you're like in your teens up until 40s. Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. Muscle memory is a real thing. Yeah. Real thing. So you develop what's known as satellite cells on your muscles. The reason that we generate muscle uh, tissue back faster after we lose it is because when you're... To dumb it down as, as much as possible, your energy system, the, the system that provides your cells with energy and glucose and ATP, when you develop muscle tissue, you develop more satellite cells, which help provide your muscles with the ATP, break down the glucose, to give you that energy. When you lose that muscle, those satellite cells do not dissipate. You maintain them, which means that once that you start to reactivate that muscle again, that energy supply that you had to build before is already there, ready to rock and roll, which is why you're the thing why muscle memory is real and why muscle comes back faster because the foundation for building the muscle it, the the energy system that's required for it is already in place all you need to do at 45 years old is get on trt bro trt that shit up i'm assuming you had your kids and shit by this point anyway mm-hmm. yeah, yeah and even if you good. haven't it doesn't matter because on trt you can still get that shit done mm-hmm. so bro 45 Mm. hit up Imran transform.co.uk transformnow.co.uk yeah get your bloods done TRT see where you're at yeah you might not need it maybe your test still high as shit but at least you'll know get in the gym get consistent get your food back on track just start monitoring your things and be consistent over time I swear to god yes you can still do this shit bro at 45 years old I mean men don't peak until they start hitting their 40s yeah yeah, so you're good for now. But then if you at 45, if you hit TRT now, you're going to maintain that peak. Yeah, 100%. You, 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 like, there is, I don't know why, some guys in their 40s, they think that, like, they're over the hill and they're, like, they're not going to make any gains. This is an old Even, school attitude from when people died yeah, in war, like, yeah. with swords. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, it was just like, yeah, you, you, like, yeah. you're on the, your deathbed now. Look at Sylvester like, Stallone at 65 years old. Even if, you, like, I've worked with plenty of people that have never trained up until their 40s. Oh, hell yeah. And they still make insane progress. Of course. Like, I well, this is an extreme. I know Look somebody. At Joe Rogan, fifty-five. Yeah. So I know somebody who is he's six. He was sixty-seven when he started training. Never is this heart attack guy. From he, he has had a heart attack. Yeah, dude's a legend. Yeah. So he's been training just over a year. He's sixty-eight now. He's deadlifting. He's coming up to deadlift one hundred eighty kilos. He's squatting like one twenty. He's benching about eighty kilos. He's like bigger and stronger than he's ever been in his entire life. Fair enough. He's been quite athletic. He's done running and other bits and pieces. Can we also say he's a savage? Because yeah. he like wandered into hospital thinking, saying like, I think I'm having a heart attack. Yeah. Like just strolled in yeah. after having a pretty severe heart attack. Yeah. Yeah. He's a fucking badass. And, uh, but like this, like the idea of, oh, I can't get stronger. I can't build muscle. I can't do this. Of course you fucking can. Listen. 42 years old in bodybuilding terms at Olympia level yeah. is one of the peak ages. Yeah. 42. So you're telling me at 45 that you're over it? Fuck you, man. No. No, you're not. 
Don't even doubt that shit. Don't put that. Don't even put that in your head. Don't put that in your head. Get your bloods done. See where you're at. See where your testosterone's at. See the health of your arteries. Go get all that shit done so that you know on a biological level where you are and you can make a decision from there whether you want to boost that or whether you know you're already good and you can keep going. Mm -hmm. But the main thing after that is your eating consistency and your training consistency. And that is it. That is it. And listen, maybe there's a lot of anti-aging things you can do out there. Research your peptides. Research your growth hormone use. Listen, I'm all about fighting that shit to tooth and nail. <laughs> tooth and fucking nail. But start now. If you start now, you'll be good into your 70s. But yes, oh, yeah, 100% you can improve. 100%. Do it. Do Mike, it. I want a message from you saying you've heard this and you're fucking doing it. Do it. Do it. Do it now. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Pick on the cheek. Do it. Well, I thought I had something nah. on my face. I was like, what? <laughs> I'm doing the old uh, Starsky and Hutch. Do it. Do it. <laughs> I used that as a cutaway in one of my videos recently. <laughs> fresh in my brain. I don't okay. think many people will get that reference. Do it. Watch Starsky and Hutch. Just type in Starsky and Hutch. Do it. Do it. Do it. Okay. DJ Edge. Good name. <laughs> I see. I hope you're a DJ. Because otherwise, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bro, if you got to spin a disc, I'm going to be disappointed. Just moved to a completely new area for work, so I have no social life locally. Any advice on building it? Easy. Join a fucking club. BJJ, boxing, gyms, football, rugby. Whatever the fuck it is that's going on in your area, join it. Do it. Yeah, knitting, bowls. Yeah, don't you fuck. Bowls, whatever. Matter, yeah, darts. Yeah. Fucking crocheting. I don't yeah. give a shit. Join clubs. Get involved. Put yourself out there. Don't sit in your home thinking, I know nobody and nothing's happening because you're sat in your fucking four walls of your house. Nobody can see you in there. Get out. Do stuff. Get involved. Yeah. What are you like? What are you? What What, are you, what have you always liked and you've never done? Uh -huh. Go and find that thing and put yourself out there. Put yourself in a position. Especially, it's even better if you're in a new area and you're new to the, you know, yep. to that specific task if you've always liked you know for me if you've always liked combat sports and then you're new to bjj or something like that because everyone there they're going to be more open with you because you're the new guy not only are you new to the area but you're new to that sport so everyone's going to be a little bit more accommodating they're going to they're going to help you out a little mm -hmm. bit more mm -hmm. it's going to open the doors whereas if you were somebody who's already kind of well established there might be a little bit of rivalry and stuff like that straight yeah. away so yeah just find something new but also something you... positive yeah don't go to the pub Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, go to the pub if it's a nice little local pub with a dog yeah. by the bar and, you know, there's a bloke who comes in and goes, all right, John, when someone yeah. walks in. I don't think but you should rely on getting, good things, positive things yeah, to, yeah. to socialize. Positive things. Get involved in positive things. Hey, and if you're in Shropshire, fucking hit me up, bro. We'll go for a drink. Cool. That is honestly the best way you can do. Put yourself out there. Yeah, do things. Put yourself out there. I'm going to a boxing club next in the next week. I emailed a boxing club yesterday. Mm. I'm going. There's a class Monday, the class Wednesday is about class Friday, and I'm going. And our class, I'm going to get fucked up. Because I like to be in a room where I'm not the best guy in the room. I want to be in a room where motherfuckers can beat me up. Mm. That, make, that gives me drive. Yeah, That's what I need. If I don't have that, I get lazy. Just come in when you come for a podcast with a knife. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll be like, oh, I'm on it. I'm on it. Yeah, <laughs> Memory well, cards are in. Yeah. <laughs> then I'm going to stab you. I need it. Yeah. I need it. I can't be the best guy in the room. I get lazy. Yeah. Get lazy. Uh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. 
how much time we got? Man, it's really not. Uh, we're so smashed off now, but never mind. How was your back trip? And how, oh, if you want to know how my back trip was, check the last podcast. Yep. Every detail's on there. Uh, that is for not just any George. Including the midget sex. Oh, loads. All no, of the midget oh, sex. All of so it. much. All of it. Weird as shit. Pretty, pretty obscene. Ball the donkey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is there anything you wish you could go back and change on your fitness journey? That's from Sean underscore 13 underscore. Anything I wish I could change? The only thing I wish I could change was letting other people get involved in my work from a personal level. I regret that a little bit. Mm. I let I let other people's opinions of my work get uh, have an effect on my choices of how I went about that work. Mm. Yeah, that's the only thing. That's the only thing. That's the only thing. Everything else I'm cool with. Because it led me to where I am, and I'm yeah. happy. So that's the only thing. Don't let other people undermine your possibility or your um, opportunities. Yeah. Because they want to be dragged along alongside it or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Just like take so. your opportunities and say, listen, this is me. If you want to be with me, I need to take this opportunity. You need to let me go and take it. Yeah. Don't try and... Don't try and create a space for them on an opportunity that is designed for you. That's it. Yeah, I can. That's the only lesson I learned. That's the only lesson I learned. Yeah, I know. For me, I think um, you know what. Overall, I think everything's been pretty good. I've I've made mistakes and I've learned my lessons. Maybe I wish that I could. Arguably, say I wished I learned them sooner. I wish I made some mistakes a little bit sooner. No matter what you did in life, you're going to wish you learned it sooner. Yeah. That but is, like, you know. Hey, if you're at home now, you're like, fuck, I wish I knew this 10 years ago. Mm. You, always, didn't, you right. would never have known it 10 years ago. It's like when you look at things like Bitcoin. Mm. Oh, if only I didn't know. You never would have fucking known. High, hindsight is twenty twenty. Yeah. And you would not have. There's not a point where you really would have known that sooner. No. The reason is, is you knew it because it came about when it came about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's not something worth sitting on and worrying about. Yeah. For me, I think that's probably the only thing I would say. Everything is always going to progress and always get more evolved. And you're going to wish, oh, I wish I knew this back then. But you couldn't because it didn't exist then. No. You didn't, there wasn't that, that kind of level of information about it then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So don't dwell on that. Dwell on the fact you know it now and make the most of it. Weren't these meant to be quick fire? Yeah, they're not. <laughs> uh, we've got so many questions. We could we can double this over to another shot for next week. Should we end it there? Yeah, we'll we'll wrap it up there. Or should okay. we get one more? All right, one more quick. One more quick. How many have we got left after that? Oh, quite a lot. Okay. Um, any tips on making an anaerobic plan? Anaerobic? You want to hold your breath, bro? <laughs> I'm done breathing right. oxygen during my training. Yeah. I want to know what can I do that doesn't require oxygen. <laughs> die, maxing out. You can die. Just do one rep max. Just, just, just go jump off something high, and then you're done. Yeah. Hold your breath all the way down. Jobs are good. <laughs> Any thoughts on making an anaerobic plan to improve conditioning and endurance? That so you want to get better, not breathing. Um. I think. Well, breath work. Improving your lung capacity. 
That is going to be a big thing. I'm really struggling to understand what he's actually I, I, trying to I say. don't understand quite why. I'm assuming you want to be able to sprint holding your breath or do things holding your breath for longer yeah. without kind but of... Then it, the conditioning sort of things wouldn't, you know... Well, the conditioning... So here's your th- breathing work. Yeah. Big breath. Start to, start to learn using... So a lot of us are top breathers. We only use kind of the top quarter of our lungs, so we shallow breathe. We're kind of like... <sighs> so learn to breathe from your diaphragm and your stomach. And do some breathing exercises every day where you pull in hard for five seconds, hold for five seconds with your stomach fully extended and full of breath, and then push back out from your stomach, from your diaphragm, up through the top of your chest and out for five seconds. And things like that, breathing exercises, learning to utilize the full extent of your lung capacity is always going to help in those anaerobic situations. Um, And that's pretty much where I'm at with that. Yeah, I I, I literally... I don't want to give any advice because I don't understand what the fuck he's talking about. I think I do know. I think he. I think it means when he wants to be like short and sharp bursts of energy, yeah. completely anaerobic. So like say when you're doing a squat and you want to pull in a big deep breath and do three reps. Yeah. He wants to not be head rushing and dying at the end of those three reps. So lung capacity, a lung, like yeah. being able to expel the full amount of carbon dioxide and pull in the maximum amount of fresh oxygen. Yeah. To, I, well, to get better at that anaerobic work, you need to have better aerobic capacity in the first place. Yeah, so so yeah, like train, do the thing that you do the thing that you do don't the, want to do. Train your cardiovascular you system. So be fit. So be constant you know, be on there. Get get your anaerobic get your aerobic work in there. Mm-hmm. So your long distance jogging, whether it or your boxing work or uh swimming, things like that. Things that build that lung capacity. Mm. Get that in there. That's always going to help that anaerobic stage as well when you have to hit it. Uh, I think that's as yeah. Well. Let's but rack. look up. Um, uh, I mean, what's the dude? Um, I've got Hoff, Wim Hof. Wim Hof, yeah. Uh, Wim Just Hoff research breathing. Wim Hof breathing techniques. There's a shitload you can do there. Even the basic stuff of doing the 15 repetitions of five in, hold for five, five out. Honest to God, well, once you've done that, when you open your eyes, the whole world seems brighter because you're taking in more oxygen. And Ooh. if you can feel the way that feels. Uh, to, to fully expand your lungs and really like expedite that carbon dioxide and pull in that fresh oxygen, that'll give you a real awareness of what your lungs are capable of. Um, so yeah, check that out and I hope that helps. Yeah. There you go. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you enjoyed and it. all of those super I speedy, fully enjoyed quick it. fire, not quick fires. <laughs> Thank you for all the questions. Really appreciate that. It's really cool uh, because I know that stories on Instagram and that are being slammed and shit at the moment. I appreciate every single one of you that still pays attention and makes the effort to go in and watch your stories and do all that stuff. Yeah. And um, we will always make the effort to reach back out to you guys and show love for that. So thank you so much. Yeah. And thank that's you, everybody. It. Have a great fucking week. Whatever was bad, leave that shit behind. It isn't worth dragging forward. Like the wake of a fucking boat, leave it in the tide behind you. Don't let it push you forward and bring forward what was good. Bring forward that cargo on the boat that was good and carry it on to next week. (laughs) Analogies. Analogies, all of the analogies. All of them. Have a great fucking week and we'll see you in the next one. Toodle pip. Toodle pip. (laughs) 